should you decide to accept it. Your Mission Podcast, where we're taking Thundercats 20, uh, didn't do my research, 2018? 2017. 2017 album, Drunk. Uh, and cutting it down. I mean, 23 tracks. Uh, what's the runtime on this thing? Alonzo, do you have that? 50, 51, 51 minutes, 24 seconds. Look at that. Yeah, look at that information so, you can look up on Wikipedia. Right. Long, long track. <laughs> 23 tracks in 51 minutes. It's a settle in, folks. Can I start with, how do you guys feel yeah. about a bunch of these songs being like 25 seconds, one minute, one minute, 45 seconds, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. I have mixed feelings on that, and, mm. I'll, and I'll just say that's because um, a lot of them I was like, you know, that's a nice, that's that's a perfectly neutral, like, couple seconds. Like, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, it, it was what it was. Yeah. But, uh, one of them I actually kind of really liked. <laughs> and, yeah, well, see, there's a um, couple that I really liked, and I was just like, yo, like, could you just let this ride for, like, another minute, please? Like, right. please? Like, you know, I don't know, why do you have to cut it off? Yeah, I, I feel like I agree with that piece. Like, like a lot of them really could have been extended tracks. We should have, he should have just made this thing a double album um, and extended some of that stuff. Yeah. But the other thing is, all right, if I think about them in terms of like post-song or pre-song noise tracks, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if you think about other albums, they'll like have a couple minutes of like some dicking around like at the end of a song. Yeah. If, if I like one of those, it's tough to go straight to it. So I like it being separate, right? And, 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 I kind of see these tracks as kind of a separate piece of that. I guess and the yeah. ones that I don't think I can kind of skip. Yeah. But it turns out there's not that many that I want to skip. Do you think it's like an attention deficit thing on some level? I mean, he is into Dragon Ball Z, right? So like, like I have to wonder. It's, <laughs> It's that five minutes at the beginning of the episode where they recap the last 300 episodes. <laughs> um, uh, I think Chris was saying that he'd watched the Hot Ones with Thundercat, mm -hmm. and he was talking about how, or they were talking about how he was like so into video games that he would. And this is cheating. I mean, I shouldn't be allowed to like talk about this because I didn't watch the Hot Ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this is all hearsay. None of it should be allowed. Um, so, but he, the point was, is that he would like sit there and listen to video games, like not play them so much, but like just sit there and listen to the music. Yeah. And to me, it kind of seemed like maybe that's what these were really sort of, or at least that's what I thought they were maybe meant to be, is just like, you know, that little loading screen for five seconds, like one <laughs> second, 30 seconds, that kind yeah. of thing. I could be wrong, but it made sense. Is it, is it the song Friendzone where he's like, like, I just, I'd rather play Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, when I heard it, like, so I'd heard that song before, but up basically up until this, like, reevaluation, re listen, I just never really paid attention to the lyrics. And he starts talking about Mortal Kombat and Johnny Cage. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's some other stuff that makes sense, too. And it, it makes me think of that song, Tokyo, too, yeah. which was just. Yeah, I don't know what to do with I don't know what to do with that song. Me personally. I mean, I, I think it's one of those that uh, maybe you make a list, and the next time you're like going to Tokyo, you start marking down all the stuff <laughs> that's, that's on the list. It's the travel list. 
There's a really um, great. I'm gonna actually skip to this and say, but like, there's a really great ad lib in here where he's like, "I'm gonna blow all my cash on anime," and the yeah. ad lib is like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. It cracked me up. I have to admit, this album is pretty damn funny. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, that the Tokyo song especially is really like. What a funny thing to write a song about, like just yeah, being on tour and being able to nerd up in a city like Tokyo that's just meant to separate him from his money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like, like someone writing a song about Comic Con, only like a little more sophisticated. It's like Pach- Pachinko, right? Like he's playing Pachinko and all this other stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. By the way, Jay says that he did throw a song in an anime intro. Um, it's this anime yeah. show on Netflix called Yasuke. Yeah, yeah. So Flying Lotus produced that, and it's amazing. If you if you have or haven't listened to Flying Lotus, listen to that album. And uh, yeah, he sings the lyrics to the anime like theme song. That's Yasuke cool. is that was it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed. I've not uh, I've not watched it yet, um, but um, yeah, you know. So I guess let me let me maybe kick it off by. Like, why did I pick this record? I feel like we've building, we've been building to it in some ways, you know? Mm. I feel like yeah. our Conan Moxon was kind of like a nice, I feel like, bridge, like, to what this dude was up to. Um, I really liked his last album, um, which I'm going to be stupid and forget what the hell the name of it is. It is what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the name of the record. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I was fucking with that in pandemic, uh, lockdown to some extent. Um, there's a really great video that we're going to watch, um, uh, for a song called, uh, Dragon Ball Do-Rag. Do-Rag, yeah. And <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Um, I, I dare you not to laugh. And then, um... Yeah, so, you know, and then I remember thinking, like, you know, I really like this record, but I didn't spend a ton of time with it. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe like a month or something. Didn't spend a ton of time with it. And I think, and then, I don't know, you know, the YouTube algorithm, like, sent me to this performance of Them Changes um, that I was talking to you guys about with John Baptiste. And mm-hmm. just listening to it, and I was like, yo, this dude is dope <laughs> this guy's dope um so that's kind of that was kind of my whole like thought process there also we're, he's supposedly maybe i hope playing in austin um and when we're all gonna go see a bunch of shows uh, hopefully yeah hopefully inshallah hopefully. god willing <laughs> um so you know um so i thought it would be a good i know ryan's somewhat familiar um, I thought it'd be a good, cool thing for Jenny to um, beef up on in anticipation of going to see him live. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and you know, somewhat familiar. I, so my first time I heard him was 2013 uh, or thereabouts, where he put out an album called Apocalypse. On, yeah. Uh, the Brain Feeder label. Yeah. Um, yeah. That did, had did, did, a lot of like. I think Heartbreaks and Setbacks or whatever that first yeah. single was. Yeah, Heartbreaks and Setbacks. Yeah. I, I forget where I caught that, but um, I immediately latched onto this and then the album before it, uh, Golden Age Apocalypse. Did you fuck with um, 
to Pimp a Butterfly, the Kendrick Lamar album? I did. I did. But I think um, I think that was another, like, had to return to that album. Because I think for me, um, you know, I guess that's right. To Pimp a Butterfly was probably the first Kendrick album I heard. And then I went back for Good Kid, Mad City. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm maybe yeah. back. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Sort of. Welcome. Hold on. Welcome. There we go. Video confirmation. We'll see how long this. We'll see how long this this lasts. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that I think that's where I got a little bit more familiar with him. So Jenny, is this your first time fucking with this guy's music? Um, in, in any in any substance, yeah. I think the first time I recall even being aware of Thundercat or seeing anything Thundercat had done was earlier in the pod, and I forget which episode, but one of them, the music video for them changes with a samurai. One of you two brought that up previously. Um, but that was it until now. That was the extent of my Thundercat exposure. Um, so right yeah, I was brand new to it. Right on, cool. So I'm waiting with bated breath here. I'm cooking my mouth. Oh, me? What do you think? Man. Why, why is, I feel like this is always a thing where it's just like. I don't know. Oh I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Fingers. <laughs> I'll be honest, like, like there are weeks where I'm thinking of like what I'm going to bring to this. And I'm like, ah, oh, I know this is outside of her wheelhouse. Like, I wonder what Jenny will think of this. This album, this podcast may as may as well we, become like the, what, what does Jenny think? What does Jenny think? Like, I know, I know. It's also funny because like whenever I'm picking stuff, like I have ideas in advance. I'm like, Alonzo's not gonna like how polished this sounds, or like you know, <laughs> this is gonna be too too organized for Lewis. You know? like, I, thought, like, I, I already like know what I think your problems with it are gonna be, and sometimes you know, sometimes you surprise me a little mm. bit, but like. <laughs> but mostly we anyway. don't. All right. <laughs> no. We're reliable. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I ever like press you. Like I don't think you always address like what I thought your issue was going to be, and I don't hmm. always remember to even ask you. So, <laughs> yeah. Got it. I yeah. think more often than not, like I'm surprised by like how much I. You guys tend to like the new stuff more than I thought you might, which is cool, at least lately. Um, huh. No, um, so I was, yeah, I was brand new, basically, to Thundercat, and I, anytime that there's, all right, first of all, can, can we, can we, what genre is this album, because, like, at <laughs> various question. points, there's, like, a few, like, jazz fusion type things in there, which are cool, huh? but there's also, like, some R&B, so, I don't huh? know what to, I don't know what to classify this as, anyway. I, you, I mean, electro-funk, like, sure, I, I don't know. Fine. I don't I, even know, I, dude. I, I really I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what this boil. Like, it's hard to it's so, hard to put your finger on one thing. There's, I feel there's, like he, he there's crosses right. a number of boundaries. Uh, okay, I'll tell you. I'll see. Here's the thing. I, I don't think there's one, but I can tell you. Like, okay, so there's definitely some R&B. There's like a '70s Stevie Wonder style R&B. There's like '80s like Zap style R&B. There's G-funk sounding 90s type of hip-hop R&B. There's songs that are straight up like Yacht Rock. There's songs yeah. that sound like some Prague, Jaco Pastorius, like 
noodling around that song, uh-uh. Like, it's just like, you know, you know, like, there's stuff like that. Really uh, glad you brought that up. That reminded me of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think, all right, so I think if you, like, dial in, like, influence, like, if, if someone is where they, like, kind of came out of, yeah, then it's a mixture of, like, jazz and hip-hop, but... You know, there's a little bit of like, but see, like this, a little this, bit of punk rock to it. This part right here, it reminds me, of Steve, like it hits Stevie yeah. Wonder hits me so hard right here. This part, yeah, it's just like could be out of a '70s, any '70s Stevie Wonder, basically, right? And his voice doesn't sound anything like Stevie, but I get some major deja vu um, with with some of his stuff, and and he's obviously okay. Here's a little bit of research I did. His brother played the drums for Stevie Wonder at some point. He was like huh. part of his touring band. His dad hey, was man. also a musician. It, it's funny because last night I was having this conversation about like, like, okay, so this song, Them Changes, right? It samples a drum part. It's a drum loop. Like almost all the rest of this record, like it's either drum machines or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's, it's or or live drumming, right? This one is actually right. a loop, okay, of a sample, and it's the intro drums for the Isley Brothers song. The fuck is it called? <laughs> what is the name of this song? The Isley Brothers song. It's Footsteps in the Dark. That's what it is. Okay, so it's a sample, and in the after party, we'll, I'll go through and I'll show you guys. Okay. And I was talking to James Rodriguez. I don't know if he's on the stream. Shout out to James. Um, and he was like, yo, you know that the beginning of that is sampling It, uh, it Was a Good Day, the Ice Cube song. Right? I hadn't caught and, that one. And I was like, no, I think it's sampling the Isley Brothers. Yeah. And he swore up and down. Well, And I was like, because that song samples the same song. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... That Ice Cube song yeah, okay. is the yeah. same song. And he was like, but there's no way he was sampling the Isley Brothers. He was sampling Ice Cube. And I was like, dude, there's no way he's sampling Ice Cube. He's sampling the Isley Brothers. I'm McDonald on this <laughs> album. What do you mean he can't be sampling these? Well, well, I was just, but my my thing was like, like you know, this guy knows the Isleys. He knows all this stuff because, you, know, sure. you know, that's like... If you listen to the record, there's no way he doesn't know any of that stuff because he's like, you know, really well sort of cultured, well, very knowledgeable, like obviously a huge music fan or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he heard Ice Cube and he may have even heard Ice Cube first. You know, like, um, he's like, he's actually closer to our age, Thundercat, by the way. He's like 36. Um, oh. So he may have even listened to Ice Cube first, but... If his brother was playing for Stevie Wonder, his dad was also a musician, I'm just, I have to think he grew up with all that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I think the chances are real good at that. Yeah, so, so, but anyway, you know, I, I, it's such a, it's such a gumbo of different things. And, and I don't mind, I don't mind. I mean, I think my main objection with this record is I mean, just the song we were listening to before, um, Them Changes, is like 2 minutes 49 seconds, right? For me, that song should be 5 minutes. 
It should have like a really cool like it, it, it maybe another verse, maybe a really cool bass solo, maybe other instruments like like I feel like it's like a it's it's beautiful and it's like fucking funky as hell. Yeah. But it doesn't linger on it long enough, I don't think. And, and you know, again, that's just my opinion, you know, man. But I, I really feel like I really feel like like you know I really feel like to me like it's one of those like where it's twenty four tracks it's fifty one minutes I bet if he made a record with like twelve tracks and kept it like forty minutes something like that and just like took those like twelve ideas and kind of lingered on them and did a little something more with them I think it could be like a five star record because there's like so much about it that is like beautiful and perfect. <laughs> You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, what, so what I was, I guess the reason I, I got us off on that detour to begin with is because I was coming into it was like, well, you know, I've already bought tickets to see this guy, so <laughs> I hope I like it. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I also like realistically, you know, you give me an album like in this vicinity and like, it, there's just a lower chance that I'm, you know, that's an unfortunate fact. It's just not really my genre to begin with. And I was like, well, what genre is this really? Can you can you give it one? I don't know that you can. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, but I really hope so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be spending a, a whole show with this dude plus mm -hmm. somebody else. Which, are you guys familiar with Chavez Palaces? Yes. Yeah. That's the other the other act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to okay. see Shabazz Palaces actually. Um Sorry. But but yeah. Okay. So so this one, um I I agree with you that I think this would have been better as one album and maybe like cut down a little bit. I mean, but what could you say about really? Um <laughs> but I was really happy um, I did not necessarily expect to like as many tracks as I did and I didn't expect that there would be a five out of five song on here but there yeah. was, so that was very cool. nice. pleasant surprise all around I mean there's definitely the miss you know this album has the hits and it has there are misses but the hits are generally pretty good so I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised and relieved Relieved. Relieved. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win for yeah. me, man. No, it's, it's good. I've, I, and I've actually listened to it probably a lot of times. I mean, more more times than the average because yeah. I was also you know traveling, so I threw it on in the car, which is a nice. place to listen. Yes. To anyway. Very it much. Nice. And yeah. I did listen to. I took a quick listen through. It is what it is, and I actually like some songs on there too. So win win. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So, I threw it on at a party last night, and it was great. It was better. It's you know, it really is amazing. Like, and I really feel like it's hard for most people because most people listen to music and headphones now, which is fine. It's cool, but you gotta like. I feel like you know, you gotta listen to music in different contexts because it, it like this album is better. It's like threw it on at the end of the night, like. You know, night is winding down, party's winding down, yeah. and it was yeah. perfect. Like, nice. you know, just the vibe was perfect. Um, and people were enjoying it and digging it and, like, just being mellow, you know? So... Yeah, this track especially is, gives off that vibe well. Yeah, you know, I didn't throw it on my cut. 
Um, and I don't know, maybe I fucked up there, but I, 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 I dig it a little bit. Um, <laughs> this is kind of my I my complaint is that there are a few um, and I, I'm bringing this up not not to shit on Thundercat in the slightest yeah. but because I just want to I want to point out that at least I'm consistent no matter who the artist is is that there's a few that give me the sixth grade dance vibes so it's not just Kevin Parker <laughs> that, I, that I hold to that standard. and that's one of them and I'm like you know sometimes every once in a great while they work out in fact no. i think there is one on here that gave me the sixth grade dance vibes oh inferno right. but it works okay yeah. because yes. there's actually a little complexity to exactly it. yes yeah. man, good call two or three there's two or three that are like sixth grade dance vibes and no redeeming uh, so anything it does give a like if jodeci was like or <laughs> casey casey and jojo or something was like you know like had like a weird bass player on, in their band or whatever, right? Like I see, yeah. I feel like drink. I mean, I, I dig it though. But again, at a party, yeah. it was it was perfect, right? At a party, okay. at a party in the background, it was very cool. But it's, okay. I, I think that song is a little bit more one of his more one of the more basic songs on here, if if I can um, make that claim. Like it's like it's just about like drinking and girls. I don't know, like. And you know, there's a there's a bunch of songs on here. They're pretty sophisticated. There's a bunch of songs on here. They're really silly. Can we talk about Captain Stupido? Captain Stupido. Captain. I my wallet at the club. Captain Stupido. I dude. I like that one. I, I like. <laughs> yeah, this is. It took time. It took time, but I got <laughs> there. This makes me think of like. Les Claypool. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is one of those songs that make me think <laughs> yes. of like Oysterhead or like some right. of those like weird kind of highball with the devil. Like those weird one-off Les Claypool things that aren't so primus focused. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little <laughs> wacky. Like a little things kind of very strange. Um, yeah. Yeah. It has that great like breakdown. I mean, it's cool. I think the first, like, the first ten times or so that I listened to this album, it was just kind of like, I mean, what? This, this like, stream of consciousness lyrics is a little unnerving and hard to, like, hard yeah. to mess with at first. Yeah. But I think that after, like, oh, maybe by, like, once I got to, like, past ten, like, the, the bass line was just, like, I was just one with it, and it no longer bothered me, and I was like, that's fine. Yes. Wallet at the club, cool. Jesus, take the wheel. So Jesus, that's, take that's, the week. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, you but know. At, in the same vein, um, yeah. and I don't, I don't want to. I was going to actually mention another song, and I don't want to get off this one if mm -hmm. there's more to say about it. I don't think so. But, uh, Comb your hair, brush your uh, teeth, beat your meat, go to really, sleep. The, <laughs> the other goofy one that really, really got me, like, and this is this is my five, this is my gold star five out of five song on this album, mm. uh, Fans Mail, the cat song. <laughs> the cat song. <laughs> I love that song <laughs> so much. And but what what really got me about it was like initially I liked it for the music. I mean, it just it's just like content aside, like yeah. it's just a great song. Yeah. But then I realized, like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like. And that's why I threw that on the after party. My only contribution to this was the president's uh, kitty, because I was like, nice. it really, the more I think about it, the more it seems like someone purposely sat down to write an R&B version of kitty. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here for it. It's fucking great. I love it. 
It's the, actually the second half of a bookend of tracks about that cat. Um, the first one being on Apocalypse. There's a song called Tron Song. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's that's this is the second the second piece. In so, that. <laughs> I, so from Which, uh, oh, there's a great Pitchfork so video of that that I'll link at the link for the after party. So th- that song. And here I'll put it on there real quick. But uh, that song, I love it. It's like great. Yeah. I, I, I it sounds beautiful. It's mellow. It can't get any smoother than this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like this is the smoothest Agreed. thing I've ever heard. Um, I love the drums. I love the. I'm not a cat person, guys. And you know, I think probably Ryan can attest to that. Um, me and uh, Ryan's uh. Old cat ruckus. Uh, Good cat. Great yeah. cat. Um, he, he did want <laughs> to murder me. <laughs> he did want to murder you. That's um, true. And um, but but you know, I can respect the fact that he made like yeah probably one of, for me in the top five of the smoothest songs on this album, and it's about his cat, and he's sure, meowing. He's meowing in the <laughs> like like he's literally going meow meow. <laughs> Like, and it's like immediately I said the only other place I've ever heard anyone do this is Chris Ballou meowing on Kitty. Like I've never <laughs> heard this happen before. Well, there's also the Run the Jewels like remix album. Meow oh, Meow the Jewels. Took, like oh. they took an entire album's worth of tracks and basically remixed them with cat sounds. Dude, that's okay. Look, great, great <laughs> joke, great one-liner. Have you ever yeah, tried to listen time. to that shit? Like, it's like kind it of unlistenable, great, man. Yeah, I can't do it. It's not worth it. It's like, <laughs> kind of unlistenable. It's a good joke, and then when it happens, it's like, oh, God. Oh, no. This is a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's beautiful. It's a it's a really beautiful song. It definitely made my cut. It's actually my sweater song. Um, nice. Because of the, like, meows and... <laughs> Um, and just that it slaps, you know, I don't know, you know, that's my, my own personal sweater song criteria. No shortage of possible candidates for sweater song to me on this record. There's no doubt. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I didn't choose this for my sweater song only because it actually, you know, sometimes when there's multiple contenders, I have to get, uh, really drill down into which one has the least complete thoughts in it. Yeah. And for that reason, uh, I, I ended up going with the. Well, I mean, shit. What? Which one did I go with? It's around here somewhere. Hold on, let me. Uh, your free your sweater song was Jethro. Because the I think it was because the thoughts were slightly less complete. <laughs> there were less full senses. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that on this record, but it sounds <laughs> it sounds beautiful though. It sounds beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this one also made my cut too. I don't know that there's much to say about this one. I think it's also another candidate for sweater song. Certainly, um, I love the sound on here, and it is pretty. It's a little different than some of the rest of the stuff on here. It, it does kind of stick out a little bit, um, but I don't even know what I would call this. Ryan, like, would you say this is like? I don't even know what I would call this. It's almost like I'm not. I, w- I was gonna say like synthwave, but it's not. It's too chill for that. Chill, like it's almost sounds a little bit like um, what's it's uh, what's the dude's name? Um, 
Uh, Chad uh, um, Bundick? Yeah. Tori Ma? Yeah. Like some. Chill Wave? I guess. I guess. I don't know. It, 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 it's cool. It sounds. It has a different different sound from the rest of the record. I love yeah, like the it's, picking, it's, like the, he's like actually picking out bass notes here on this like little yeah. weird solo towards the end. Arpeggio sort of solo thing he's got going on. Yeah. Here. It's pretty cool. Um, what do you guys think of Lava Lamp? I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and for me, like, and this is another one of those pieces, like, like I think it leads into Jethro in such a way that, like, they could be one track. Like, like yeah. And, and they certainly have the time for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love Lava Lamp. It's really chill. Like, it also, like, what a great name for the song. <laughs> kind of dumb, but it also kind of fits. Very but that's like, this is the interesting it, thing it, about this guy Thundercat. Sounds like a room lit by a lava lamp. I mean, this, this is an interesting thing about this guy, dude. I, I think you hit you hit the head on this. Like, he's this weird combination of Dragon Ball Z fan, Mortal Kombat, R&B. I don't know, man. You know, and like you know, it's kind of refreshing in some ways because I feel like, especially a lot of black artists, I think feel like they get or feel like they need to be in a certain zone or speak on a certain subject and this guy has no limitations on what he's going to talk about and what he's going to like get into and it could be silly you know and it could be very heartfelt like i love this song and it's he kind of drops all the silliness for this one and it's like very sincere and heartfelt and it's cool it's refreshing it's nice he kind of the fact that he has a freedom, or the idea that he has a freedom to do that song and Captain Stupido on the same record, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, that says something, for sure. Pretty cool. Yeah, I... He's always kind of had this vibe. Like, I think the first couple albums, it was a little wackier. Mm-hmm. Like... Golden Age of Apocalypse has like a little bit more nerd quirk to like the way it visually presents itself, but the whole album is very like jazzy, like mm-hmm. these like interstitial jazz pieces. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah, this album does it too. Yeah. But I think what he like what he's embraced a little bit more as he's kind of moved forward in his career is um, this exact vibe. This like kind of loungy kind of funky like lot like heavy use of his like moog effects pedal on yeah. his bass guitar so it creates this kind of like psychedelic trippiness yeah it's, for sure it's like a really like it's like um like psychedelic r&b like i don't know what to do with it right like it occupies a very unique space yeah that's for sure I love that he can feel like he can be like sincere, and I wonder if part of that is just getting older. Maybe you know part of it. I, you know, I imagine like you know, I wonder if if what it really is is like more exposure and different collaborations. Yeah, you know, like like collaborating more with Flying Lotus has really done some interesting things for him. 
Um, I think collaborating with Mac Miller did some interesting things for him because Mac Miller tried to do a little bit more of the R&B and at the same time I think Thundercat started to work in a little bit more kind of pop yeah. sound. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't, it's funny because like I wouldn't call any of the stuff pop and I wouldn't call like the, the it is what it is pop. Like the songs are pretty out there still. Even them changes is like, and by the way, I'm, I'm actually like, kudos to me for not um, calling that song Them Bones because I really want to every time. Alton Chain song. I, yes, I really want to call it that <laughs> and and I haven't yet. So not, not to say it won't happen, but. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes this thing that happens with, like, artists, like, not just in music, but kind of across the board, is that as they get older, they have less fear of being sincere, right? Because, like, sometimes yeah. I think the wackiness can be, like, a little bit of, like, a... I don't know if crutch is the right word, but, like, a little bit of, like, a... It's, like, an easy... It's easier to be, like, silly and sarcastic. Um... And and a lot harder to be vulnerable and sort of expose yourself <laughs> to the world. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think about like a you know, like a like a Woody Allen, and I know he's canceled. I'm sorry, but like you know, he made silly movies, right? Like Bananas and Sleeper and Love and Death yeah. and stuff like that. And then he made like it's not that he stopped writing funny things, but he made a, a pretty abrupt like turn into making dramas, serious movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And as he got older, and you know, like I wonder if that's kind of what's going on on this record in some ways, right? It's like him being a little bit more comfortable topic talking about it, getting his like heartbroken, and you know, um, and like just finding the right vibe and the right feel, you know. What do you guys think of this song? Show you the way. So, I know, I know the video doesn't show here, but like, I think it's insane that the video is a continuation of like post Samurai, right? <laughs> yeah, Je Jenny, did I, you see, did you notice that or did you see that? Um, well, I haven't seen the video. Before, okay. But, uh, okay. So like, yeah. them them changes has the samurai fight, right? This is. This is the video of the guy trying to live his life after that samurai fight where he goes arms cut off. Which is an insane <laughs> me, thing to do with this here. song. It's an insane thing to do with this song. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty have... crazy. <laughs> it just also, seems like it's like simultaneously so dark. Like, in a way, part of it is very, very dark. But it's also at the same time, like... Like, the video for them changes. Like, I remember thinking, like, damn, this is so dark. But then at the same time, he's watching, like, on the TV, like, ads or, like, people selling guitars and all the things he can't do with no arms. And I'm like, but also that's a little bit funny. But also, like, damn, like, come on. Like, what is going <laughs> on here? Yeah. Yeah, well, so show you the like, way videos. Like, like, I don't... I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how the hell I'm supposed to feel, and I feel uh, a couple different ways. But, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, here. I, like, see, he's playing... 
But I do like this song, actually. Does... I like this probably more. This comp. Listen, I don't think there's anything that Kenny Loggins and Michael uh, McDonald have done on their own that I like more than this combination oh. of them with Thundercat. Jenny, I can't wait. I can't wait for the after party. I can't uh, wait. Kenny Loggins, Kenny Loggins kills his verse. Like, kills his verse. Okay, I can't wait for the after party. I'm going to play you a Michael McDonald song that's going to change your mind. I know that. I know it, dude. I know about that, man. <laughs> I know it. Also, oh, I mean, also, we may maybe. be going into the danger zone. That oh, that's may okay. or may not happen. <laughs> sure. I mean, I think it is worthwhile to to go for the, you know, the quiet extra member of Steely Dan on his solo stuff. That, you know. <laughs> I think I think um, this is kind of an inspired collaboration, and it works. Yeah. You know, like I I saw. I remember when I got the record, or, you know, when I was listening to it initially, and I saw there was a song with Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins on there, and I was like, this is probably going to be cheesy, right? And it kind of works, you know? Yeah. It kind of works. It's not not cheesy. It works. It's definitely (laughs) cheesy. I expected it to be all cheesy and to not like it, and it's only a little bit cheesy, and I like it a lot, so that's a win. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. It's a good ratio. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, would that they could all be that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, I will say that I was kind of surprised a little bit. Um. And and Chris said the same thing too. So we've got like at least you know two two generations of people who were kind of surprised at the um at the. The incel vibe of friend zone. I was just like, ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Talk and about Chris that. Chris was like, you know, he, Chris was like, you know, like, because Chris has listened to Thundercat before and he's familiar with this. He's like, you know, I never really picked up on that before, but like, man, that's a little. I guess now he's like, maybe it just didn't didn't register then, or maybe now like I'm paying attention to it because it's just you know, like front and center now. But like, that's a little. It's just basically like, don't talk to me unless you're putting out. It's like, oh, well. Yeah. But on yeah. the other hand, you know. <laughs> no, good, good point. Good point. I mean, I guess I took well, that I mean, to be listen, a little bit are... of a joke, uh, you know, like just uh, from how like silly and ridiculous he was like uh, delivering the lines. And also like, there's just a bunch of like kind of, in my opinion, like some like cliches, like, you know bitch don't kill my vibe and you know whatever right like like where i I felt like he was kind of talking like stupid you know yeah um and listen like there are definitely like i don't think you can ever paint it with that broad of a brush per se because there are plenty of people that like i just would rather play mortal Kombat with than than hang out with anyway like lots of people and and that's just true for some people period you know like Mortal Kombat is better than spending time with them. I thought, Full I thought, stop. I thought that I was, I thought about my brother, um, because my brother is a huge Diablo fan. Like, that's his, like, favorite video game on, on Earth. Um, and then I think, Ryan, you may have played, did you play with Sebastian in Diablo? I still play a fair amount of Diablo, and yeah, I see him on the network. Okay, alright, yeah. Um, well, not as often as I used to, but I see him on yeah, I mean, um, yeah, 
I don't know. I've never been obsessed with that game. Um, but he definitely is. I don't, you know, no, I, I can see it. I can, I can see it. I mean, he says, like, I will throw you in the garbage because you play too many games. I'm better off by myself loving you is bad for my health. Yeah. And it's, like, like totally I mean, that's, one that's of those... self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah, right. If you're not bringing tacos, I suggest you start to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> also, I could say that to just about anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard... It's cool because I like the song. It's actually one of the kind of cooler, like, like, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Like, the structure of the song is interesting and diverse, and it's kind of a, one of the longer songs, and, and I, I, I like that. Um, but it's one of those where. Think, well, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going to say, like, I, I think that's even in the, like, wackier Stranger songs or the ones that maybe don't dive, like, the structure that he writes into it is uh, always interesting. It's never a boring track. There's a really like solid structure in everything he does. It may be a little off. It may you know make some key changes that your ears <laughs> weren't necessarily ready for. Right, 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 right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I... actually really interesting to hear like stuff like this uh, reminded me suddenly and and welcomely of Dave Matthews, and I'm I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we should do we should do a Dave Matthews album. I I can't decide one, which one. I've had one that I've wanted to do, but just the timing has never quite been. It's never it's never come up the timing but i really want to do under the table and dreaming i love that one a lot under the table and dreaming wow okay mm -hmm. well way back way back maybe back in a month maybe in a month before. maybe in a month yeah maybe <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe next year maybe next year yeah no doubt um okay let me think here are there any songs we haven't really talked about that i feel like we need to talk about um, um, I do want to talk about Jamil, Jamil's space ride for half a second, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. just because I it was so like goofy and like computer game sounding, but like I really kind of tickled myself like two hours ago when I realized that like I, be, I guess I've been like kind of thinking it about it a lot mm -hmm. or in the background and not really like front and center, but it's like it sounds. I think I finally landed on what it sounds like, which is like. If they had a sitcom that was like Kimmy Schmidt, but for black people, like this would be the theme song. It would be perfect, and I would love it. You know what I mean? Like singing along to it, right? Dude, what? Okay, so you were talking about genre. What? What is this? This sounds like an exercise song. Like video game. It's uh. It's Zumba, Zumba rock. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's. That's what it sounds. I mean, not to no disrespect or anything, but uh, what the what the wait wait. Hold on, I'm gonna get the lyrics to this because the lyrics to this are pretty hilarious, wait. if I recall. If if art rock isn't already a category, I would like to launch that as a new a new category. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so, hold on. Let me just before we continue. I want to go right and safe on my block, except for the cops. Will they attack? Will they attack? Would it be because I'm black? 
I want to ride away off into space and into the sun with all those spirits and space dust and aliens where we belong. And the ad lib is fuck yeah. <laughs> I have you guys watched that? Um, Chris, what is that show called with the guy from uh, New Girl, Winston? Ah, I don't know. He's, uh, he's out of earshot. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, you haven't seen it? I don't think so. He's like. He's like the he draws cartoons for a living, and like he has. This is gonna bother me. <laughs> I'm gonna. He have said to it was the guy out. that right. the guy that plays guy, Winston. Winston in New Girl has a show that he's now in, um, and he plays a cartoon illustrator, and he's like going about his life, and then the cops like, he has a cop encounter that goes poorly just because he's black. Basically, he gets profiled. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden he gets like real, you know, like, and he like views everything like super differently. And like, that's exactly what I was thinking of, like between this song and like those lyrics, I was like, yeah, like that actually belongs. That, sh that should be on that show. Yeah. I'll figure I out what it's called and I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those where I don't know if it needed to go on longer than a minute and 10 seconds, I guess. Yeah. If you're asking me. Right? Yeah. It's, it's you cool. know, it's fun. The other stuff that I want to talk about with this is like, like there's a, like the jazz side of what he does has some really interesting kind of like Italian psychedelic vibes. Do you know what I'm talking about, Alonzo? Mm, like, no. Like, like, I linked a, a track in the, the um, in the after party, but yeah, th there's this sound there. It's like very, like lounge act jazzy, but I don't know. I'm not it's, familiar, it's like, man. It's not like Tropicalia, but it's like Italian of yeah. Italian Italia. It's, it's like Italian, like psychedelic, <laughs> like soundtrack music. Like 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 Goblin. Kind of, but not as dark as goblin there's like a lighter kind okay. of okay well hey i'm yeah i'm excited to try to fuck with that that yeah, sounds cool I think you'll, like i think you'll dig it it's it's just i don't know there's some really interesting vibes that come into his music yeah you, you know it's it, probably from that like you know consumption side like it, he's definitely listened to and been a part of some really interesting stuff you know, in including like the Kendrick Lamar stuff where he's playing with uh, um, Flying Lotus and uh, what's the um, jazz uh, saxophonist? Oh, uh, Kamasi, Kamasi Washington. Washington. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, okay, so here, here another another interesting fact about Thundercat. He was the basis for suicidal tendencies for like nine years. Huh. <laughs> Before, like, in the aughts, basically? Huh. Yeah. I, I know that, I mean, they've been around for a long time. And I know that they have, they've had a number of lineup changes. Like, right now, uh, Dave Lombardo and Ben Weinman are playing with them. Um, which is an interesting combination. Yeah, Robert Trujillo from Metallica played with them for a while. They've had a, a very long list of quote-unquote past members of suicidal tendencies yeah so it's surprising and not surprising 
It's kind. Of, it's it's um. It's really interesting to me. His sort of diverse. Um. His diverse background. That's like so cool. Um. Okay. I, I there's one at least one last song I want to talk about, for sure, which is. Jenny's number two song on here. And. Oh. Bust in uh, these streets. Bust in these streets. My, my sweater Yay. song. Your sweater song. You guys, hold on. That's not on a single one of your cuts. Are you kidding? <laughs> Look, I had to cut things. Okay, I can't. I can't do anything. That is other than an amazing song. Things. Dude, this song is, is his song. most vaporwave sounding. Yeah. Weirdness. Also, hey, there's a song I put on the after party. Because it's a Doobie Brothers song. Because it, yeah. the intro reminds me of. The intro of this reminds me of this Doobie Brothers song. Yeah. Randomly. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I know what song you're talking about. Also, um, so, you know, you guys can't see, or, well, you two can, um, our other viewers cannot, but if you go if you go on YouTube yeah. and you put in Thundercat Bus in these streets and you get the official audio and you get whatever yeah. the fucking, like, hellscape, strange-ass image... <laughs> that they associate with this song. Um, I, I, I don't know how to feel. Triggered by the imagery. I mean, it is definitely. There's a folder. Okay, let me let me let me break it down and for our, oh, our audio listeners. Great. This is amazing. Okay, there's like some 3D naked dudes with no genitalia. Yeah. Um, in the background, sort of hanging out. Uh-huh. There's a, a butt plug. It looks like with like eyes. With googly eyes. With googly, googly eyes. eyes. Yeah. There's a finger pointing right at the middle. There's uh-huh. a dude or somebody falling. So and that's that's a combination of the woman from the Help I Fallen I Can't Get Up video. Oh wow. And and I don't know maybe that maybe Thundercat's face. It's Thundercat's I'm face. So it's Thundercat's face. A bad Thundercat picture. Okay. All right. Underneath it, it's hard to see, but it says "I'm finna swing on," I'm a, and then the I'm finger a, covers up. I'm finna swing on exactly. Um, there's yeah. there's a trapezoid 3D model of a trapezoid in the background. Now there's uh-huh. a condom with <laughs> some sort of white uh-huh. liquid, uh, kind of spilling out of it across the whole image. And there's an AK. I think that's an AK-47 underneath. Like underneath the. Yeah the yeah. uh, condom somehow uh-huh. and then it says bus in these streets and then there's a google right. search for uh, a google search box and an autocomplete and it says why my w and then the autocomplete says why my wife is crying why my wife hates me why my wi-fi is slow etc there's an orca and the other bizarre completely bizarre thing sorry i gotta go back to it is there's a folder well, on what looks like a computer desktop, and it's labeled "piss." <laughs> also, there's also an office chair, a 3D model. Like a dude standing skeleton. on top of it. Yeah, yeah. A 3D, 3D model skeleton from an older video. Game, okay. It looks like. Also, I just noticed this. All this image is layered on top of another background image, and uh-huh. I have, Which, and I have no idea, and I don't it, even want to know what the fuck that is behind. It looks like the surface of a cracklin. <laughs> See, I, could be wrong. I don't know. I, I'm probably like wrong. I'm seeing condoms and butt plugs and piss, and so like I'm a little concerned about what like yeah, that, sure. that might actually be. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. 
Like it looks kind of like, uh, uh, like it looks kind of like a. I like how the finger, the finger's pointing to the word these, so it's like these streets, not some other streets, these ones. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little yeah, bit of a, it's, it's a little bit of a hellscape. It's a hellscape in some way, you know. It's, you know what it's it reminds me of? It reminds me of Xavier Renegade Angel. Yeah, and it's very vapor inspired. This is like some vapor shit, but a little dirtier, right? Like. Yeah. You know, I guess there's no right Greek statue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. It's so, trip. so yeah. Anyway, no, I don't know. His uh, song was not super memorable for me. I don't know. It didn't make a super big impression on me. It was. It, it felt. I, it was slight to me. I think it has a great sound. It's like super bright and kind of bouncy, and that kind of. That always leads to strange lyrics with him, um, and yeah, it's 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 very catchy. I like it. Um, it didn't make my list, but it was the sweater song for me. So okay. uh, do do whatever you want with that. I guess. <laughs> I didn't even pay any attention to the lyrics. Like, what are the lyrics about the? Do I even want to know? Uh, maybe not. Okay. Thank I, God I for technology. I feel like that's too many. That's too many full thoughts for this to truly be <laughs> on this album. Thank God yeah, for technology, because where would we be if we couldn't tweet our thoughts? Is he just whining about someone? I mean, like, listen, I tweeting too much. Yeah, I appreciate that. He's like, no one needs to hear a hundred percent of your thoughts. Certainly, Keep Jesus Christ, a hundred percent. I, I, mean, I could not be. How many times have we? Yeah, how many times have I thought that about lots of people? <laughs> speak not of what you know not nothing of right yeah i mean yeah no there's no doubt there's a lot of verbal diarrhea out there i can't remember uh i can't remember who said this but somebody said better to be quiet and and be suspected a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt yes yeah that's i mean that, i think part of that quote is exactly in the song right? <laughs> Open, mm-hmm. opening your mouth removes all doubt so be quiet Technology is the key to it all. So that's, act- that's actually what that uh, what that image means. It's just long form. This is one of yeah. those, but this this song also is one of those like stream of consciousness lyrics, like which I don't know. I guess I didn't pay any attention to the lyrics for this song, so I guess it doesn't move me either way. I also like how he says, "I'm out here." probably doing the most it's like i am not really sure how much i'm doing compared to other people but i feel like i'm also really high i'm really high right now so like i don't know if, he, if he's a reliable narrator but he feels like he's probably doing the most and, and listen i don't doubt he's doing a lot i'm not here to most. argue against him yeah no, well, no someone I'm interviewed not, not either. so uh, according to genius.com someone interviewed him about this record and he comment his comment on the song is the interviewer says it's interesting when you listen to it especially stuff that you've written in more recent times that even with all your jazz background and so on it seems like a, it's a little more drawing on a laurel canyony todd rundgreny sort of world and he's like yeah again that's where part of where i come from too that's where that's why i don't didn't feel weird when i was singing on it so i don't know i guess he was going for a todd rundgren thing <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> i don't know Okay, well, um, should we uh, should we rate this uh, fucker? Sure. Rate this fucker. Ryan, you want to kick it off? Yeah, I mean, 
like for me this is another really highly rated album like there's not a lot that I skip on this there's certainly there's certainly fat that I would trim and maybe stuff that I wouldn't be excited when it came up but also it's short enough that I'd move past it I think that, like this full album is probably in the four range for me like not everything is a solid banger but everything's got some really good stuff right. and um yeah, four. Okay. Yeah, I think for me, like, I, I, I think it's four. Yeah, I think for me, I think likewise, it's a, it's a four. I'm gonna give it a little bit more of a bump for than a four, cause like, I feel like it has. I feel like this is one of those records where, again, I don't know, maybe, maybe if I was the producer, I would have fucked this up, but, like, it could have used a haircut. It could have used a little bit of a haircut, you know? Because, like, there's some really strong stuff on this, you know? Um, yeah. And I feel like the strong stuff is really, really strong. So, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to go, going to be very precise. I'll, I'll be, I'll say 4, 4 and 4.25. I think it's a little bit more than a 4 for me. Not quite a 4.5. Yeah, I would um, mathematically. I get this comes out to my my rating system uh, comes out to a three point four four, which I'm rounding up to a three five. Uh, I'm gonna agree fully with the fact that there's some dead weight on here, um, and I think if you get rid of that, this easily becomes like a four and a half album. I mean, because the stuff that's good on here is very very good. Um, it's just that there's a lot of filler. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious, Jenny. What's your what is your least favorite or lowest rated track? Just out uh, of curiosity. It's actually, where I'm going, although um, very close, very close. Where I'm going is a two, um, and the next one is Drink That a two point five. Okay. Um, <laughs> And Walk On By is also a 2.5. Tokyo was right there. Those those were at the bottom. Um, I, I kind of feel like you can cut it off after... Uh, I don't know. There, there's just like... There's after Inferno for me. At the end, I, I think that it just kind of like... There's like... There are runs of like three, four songs that I could just, I could just get rid of. And it would be fine. Um, but, you know, that being said, there's a full normal length album's worth of great material here. Yeah. Great material. No doubt. And that is easily higher rated. Um, I was really, really glad that this was as good as it was. That was, like I said, huge relief. And I think the bass playing on here is really phenomenal in some and especially like you know not every song gives him the chance to show it off but some do and yeah. it's really really impressive it's good stuff did the, um, the genre we were asking we were asking about genres according to wikipedia cool jazz funk jazz fusion soft rock soul i mean I'll take uh, it. pretty work. diverse yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah. know what the fuck yeah. cool jazz is supposed to be but <laughs> yeah i'm not sure on that one versus uncool yeah. Versus lame jazz. Lame jazz. Yeah. I want to make a lame jazz album. Yeah. 
I kind of really do too. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Just sad trombones all over. <laughs> <laughs> I could. It could be like. It could be like a kids chorus. I'm just trying to think of the most annoying, lame things in songs, like kids singing the chorus, <laughs> sad trombones. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay. Well, um, I, th- I, th- I really liked it, and and thank you. I know, I know, I wanted an introduction, and this was a good one. And I, um, I, I actually am gonna be spending more time with uh, it is what it is before before Austin because I know already, even just from like two listens through that one, not paying close attention, I already know there's a couple in there I really really like. So by the time we get to Austin, I should. Should yeah. have a nice solid uh, Thundercat list. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah. I I need to spend more time with that, and this will be a good excuse to for sure. The last time I saw him was here uh, in like 2016, um, maybe 2017. It was great. It was a really solid show. Um, I've seen Flying Lotus once in DC. That was a blast. But but yeah, I'm I I need to spend more time with the newest Thundercat ahead of that show. Right on. I did actually take a quick spin with Chavez Palaces, and uh, I do not so far like him them as much. So if y'all need drinks during the opening, (laughs) (laughs) right on, right on. Okay, so Ryan, um, if you need him him during Thundercat, you're on your own. So Ryan, what are we what are we gonna fuck with next next time? Uh, Oh yeah, I guess so. Let me. I th- so both Ryan and I will be um, indisposed in two weeks. Um, yeah. We're going to be making, we're going to be participating in the 48-hour film project, so we're going to be making a movie in 48 hours. Um, so I think, unless um, someone's opposed, we'll just skip that one and do in four weeks. Um, and... So, Ryan, what are we fucking with next time? So, I've been rolling around a lot of things. I mean, you know, there's been a number of, like, interesting musicians, or at least interesting bands, passed recently. In fact, today, uh, Lee Scratch Perry died. Yes, um, R.I.P. So, we've, I know we've talked about Lee Scratch Perry, but I... I feel like there's a couple of things I wanted to get into maybe require some like groundwork. Like it feels like just jumping right into the deep end with some of it. Um, so I think I dialed it back a little bit this week and I'm maybe pulling a punch, but mm. um, this is an album that Toma turned me on to a while ago that, uh, that I really enjoy uh, from Lotus Plaza. Uh, spooky action at a distance. So, Lotus Plaza is essentially locket funded, um, you know, from Deer Hunter. Okay. Right. So, his I guess it's his second album. Okay. What's the What's the name of the record again? The name of the record is Spooky Action at a Distance. Spooky action. It came out in 2012. Genre is like shoegaze, neo psychedelia. Cool. Um, yeah. Right on. If you like deer hunting, yeah, this what is a, a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, what a good excuse to put this one back on. Nice. Right? I it's it's made it into my playlist a couple times this year and I've been thinking about really spending time with it, so I think this would be a <gasps> oh. exceptionally good yeah. reason to. And I think we can build a pretty good playlist. Um, 
Awesome. Yes, we can. Um, also, I'm gonna remember to put it in somewhere for you, but I recently encountered a split that had them and can't, oh, the name's gonna escape me. I'll send it to you. It's, it's cool. a really interesting heavy track, yeah. Cool. Yeah, they've got cool. a couple albums out as Lotus Plaza, um, two full albums and an EP. Uh, this is the second album, and yeah, it's just fantastic, like start to finish. So it'll be fun to talk about. Right on. Um, that's exciting. You got a gun for it either.